Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy. Hey, Jojo, what's going on? Hey, look at me. Uh, uh, boo. Oh, that's nice. You're wearing a, a mask, like a, a scary monster or something. Oh, you knew it was me. Well, yeah, I recognize your voice. Uh, you're just wearing a mask. I thought you would be scared because I'm a scary monster. Oh, you want me to do it again and I'll be scared this time? Yes, I like that very much. Okay, go ahead. I'll sit here. Okay. Hey, Jimmy. Boo. Ah. Oh, I didn't believe that at all. That was terrible. You weren't scared. You were just acting. Well, I thought we were just playing, and that's sort of acting, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. Okay, I'll tell you what. I'll do it once again. Okay, here I go. Eh, Jimmy, eh, boo. Ah, run for your lives. Oh, no, monsters are here. Get the kids, get the pets. Oh, no, there's monsters. Run away, run away. Oh, boy, that was too much. Well, I tell you what. Why don't we listen to this week's story? It's actually about monsters. Oh, okay. I like that. Is it too scary? No, it's not scary at all. In fact, it's pretty funny. Okay, I'm excited. Here we go. The Tumbler, Chapter 1 The Waskweka. This is not how I saw my summer vacation turning out. I thought I would be swimming, kayaking, playing Simon Says, and helping out campers of the Oakwood Resort. Instead, I am chasing an ancient mythological monster called a Wuskweka, a sort of hairless bear with a huge head and really smelly feet. But let me back up and explain. My name is Jamie MacDara, and I am a tombler. What's that? You don't know what a tombler is? Well, allow me to explain. You see, tombler is a Yiddish word that means a big noise. But in the resorts of the Catskill Mountains of the 50s and 60s, it was something else. A tombler was a comedian who was on call to make guests laugh and have fun throughout their stay. We would tell jokes while playing tennis, fall into the pool from the diving board while wearing a tuxedo, or catch Mrs. Tannenbaum's cream pies with my face every day at lunch. Anything to make you laugh. At least that's what I thought we were. Until this summer, when I met Jack the activities director of the Oakwood Resort. But hold on, the Wuskweka is getting away. I'm on it, yelled Jack. Jack appeared from behind a tree with a large net. He threw the net over the Wuskweka as he held his nose from the terrible stench of the monster's feet. He said, hurry up, I've got him. Jamie, say the magic word. Which one, I said. It doesn't matter. As long as it's funny, any punchline or funny word will do. Hurry up. I know you can do this. I can't hold them much longer. The pressure was on. I felt like I did my first time on stage. I hadn't been a comedian that long, and I was unsure of my material. I shouted the first thing that came into my head. Creamed spinach. 
Pizza! Both the Wuskweka and Jack slowly turned and looked at me. The Wuskweka tilted his head like a small dog that was trying to understand the word neuter. That's not funny, said Jack. Have you ever tried eating it? I said. Jack fell to the ground as the Wuskweka threw the net off and ran into the woods, leaving a trail of smelly feet that you could almost see it was so bad. Next time, try creamed corn pizza. Sea words are funny. I'm sorry, Jack. Not to worry, my boy. There are plenty of monsters for us to get rid of in these woods. We will get them next time. Let's get back to the bar. I promised Mrs. Rosen a dance, and you know how she is when she's angry. It's almost as bad as that Wushweska, but only slightly less smelly. I stood at the bar watching Jack and Mrs. Rose and all the guests having a great time. I saw some of the kitchen staff taking a break and watching the fun as well. There was a girl who worked in the kitchen about my age who I always saw and I hadn't had the courage to speak with yet. Her name was Yukiko and she was magical. I wondered what a Japanese girl was doing at a Jewish resort, but then again, I had to wonder what myself, a half-Irish, half-Jewish kid from Queens, was doing telling jokes and chasing monsters in the Catskill Mountains. Life is funny. I thought about my day and how Jack had explained my duties, which I'm sure you're also wondering about. I'd better explain that. Okay, here we go. Jack hired me after he saw me in a small nightclub in the Lower East Side of Manhattan. He told me about being a tumbler. He said, Tumblers have been around a long, long time, even longer than Harry Finkelstein's act, which has been around a very long time, and even longer when it belonged to somebody else. A Tumbler was a wizard and a protector. We keep the nighttime monsters away and keep an even balance between the light and the darkness. I told him I wasn't any kind of magical wizard. I was just a comic. He looked at me and he said, you make people laugh. Do you know how hard that is? Just ask Harry Finkelstein. It's actual magic to make someone make that odd laughing noise and shake their shoulders just from using words. That's magic, and it keeps bad things away, and it fills people with joy. That's important magic. So during the day, you will tell jokes, play games, Compliment Mrs. Gertzenblatt on her kugel, and after our comedy sets at night, we will fight monsters. Sound good? Well, it is show business, I said. We headed out for training that night. And just like comedy, it didn't take place in a classroom. It took place on the job. Jack had been chasing this Wuskweka that we almost caught for weeks and wasn't able to get him. That's why he hired me. Apparently not all comics are wizards, only some, and Jack, for whatever reason, saw potential in me, or he was completely insane. One or the other. The Wuskwekas were fierce. They loved to eat humans, especially humans who had spent the day eating, drinking, and swimming. They drank so much water that the rivers would sometimes dry up, and their feet smelled so bad that people would get lost thinking they were on the F train rather than in the Catskill Mountains. So you understand why he had to go. 
We had been tracking him for days through the dense Catskill Mountains, when Jack noticed something else was tracking us. Oh, great. I haven't been on TV yet, and now my only credit will be a low-level comedian mauled by animal in the woods. I always thought I would go out with a pastrami sandwich in my hand, not by some drooling, hairless beast. Jack motioned for quiet as we crouched in the underbrush. I didn't even know what underbrush was, and here I was, crouching in it. Not much of it on 23rd Avenue in Queens. Just then, I saw a silhouette. It was small and human-shaped. Maybe I could take it. I didn't think. I just leapt into action. I flew through the air like a jungle cat, only to get punched in the stomach by my summer crush, Yukiko. I lay on the ground, hunched over in pain, as Jack asked Yukiko, What the hell are you doing here? It's dangerous out here. What am I doing? Yukiko said. I, I was just going for a walk. What are you guys doing? Nothing, I croaked. Just trying to come up with some new jokes for my act. That's a good idea. I've seen your act, said Yukiko. Jack laughed for longer than I would have liked and asked Yukiko again, What are you really doing out here? Let me ask you a question. Have you seen some things that are strange? Yukiko paused and said, Only you two. Come on, Jack. You can't set her up like that, I complained. Yukiko stared at her feet and said, Maybe I've seen you guys sneaking around at night, and maybe I have seen some weird stuff, and maybe I saw them before I came here, and maybe I have always seen them. And I wanted to talk to others who had seen them as well. I knew it, yelled Jack. You're a tumbler like us. I knew it. Last summer, I thought I saw you when I took down that golem. That was terrorizing the camp. You did see me, said Yukiko. Nobody here notices me because I'm a girl. I wanted to help you with the golem. He's made of clay, right? I wanted to say, hey, kids usually make ashtrays for their parents at camp. Who's the psycho that made a monster? Needs a little work, I said. It's a good line, Jack said. All of a sudden, crashing branches and leaves erupted all around us. Jack managed to scream, Run! as he was hit with the Wiskweka's arm and flung into the trees. Yakiko and I ran, the smelly feet seemingly to be all around us. We cut across the river and down a ravine, falling head over feet and landing with a thud at the bottom. The Wuskweka's howl filled the night. We scrambled to our feet and decided we needed to circle back and find Jack at once. As we ran along the riverbed, we saw the hairless beast standing above us, howling and charging straight towards me. Say your line, I screamed. Yukiko hesitated and sneezed. She sneezed the cutest little sneeze that there ever was. As was my habit and tradition in my family, I said, Mushagawalaga. It was what my father said when somebody sneezed, and we never asked why. The Wuskweka froze and then disappeared in a cloud of dust, leaving only the lingering smell of his feet. That was the word, said Jack limping through the trees. Jack! Yukiko and I cried in unison. 
Your father must have been a tumbler as well. That is an ancient and fairly funny magical word. I sat down on a tree stump in exhaustion. This is crazy. How does any of this work? It's the jokes, said Yukiko. Something about the humor destroys the monsters, right? Jack sat in silence for a moment, and then raised his head and said, The great law of the universe is cause and effect. What we do, say, think, affects everything around us. A joke, in its essence, is tension and relief, setup and punchline, or cause and effect. The entire universe is a joke, and it's the funniest joke that ever was. Life is funny. Come on, let's get back. There will be more to learn tomorrow, and I need an Ebsen bath and some of Mrs. Rosen's kugel. Yukiko and Jamie helped Jack to his feet and headed home. In another part of the forest, a group of hooded figures sat around a fire. The largest of the group addressed the rest of them and said, We have new tumblers this year. A girl and a boy, and of course, old Jack. The Great One needs them gone by the end of the summer. There was a great rush of air, as if a message was being sent out in the late summer night. <laughs>